0: I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up. The way that's working best for my clients will take care of all the analytics i will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads how to know when to scale and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you if you need this kind of support from me right now then click the link in the show notes below. It's the Art of Online Business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode.
1: The really cool thing about it is, like I've said before, Amazon does all the heavy lifting. They do all the marketing for you in a sense because once you get someone to click on your listing, now all of a sudden that product will start to follow you around. Welcome
0: to
2: the art of paid traffic. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot you also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Pay Traffic podcast. This is episode number 69. And my name is Rick Mulready. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, if you're listening to this when I'm releasing it here in January, happy new year. Hope your holidays were Awesome. Really excited about 2016. Got a lot of great shows and ideas and topics and guests lined up for you here uh, in the new year for the for the podcast. And on today's show, I've asked Scott Volker from the Amazingseller.com to come back on the show. Scott was a guest back on episode number 54, where we got all into Amazon PPC and Amazon FBA, which is fulfillment by Amazon. So I've asked him to come back on today to give us some updates on Amazon PPC because there have been some updates within the past few months. Specifically today, we talk about Amazon retargeting, how Amazon PPC is quickly becoming a lot more like Google AdWords and that they're now offering keyword targeting in the form of broad match, phrase match, and exact match. This is something that's fairly new that has not been around very long now. And Scott breaks it down for you exactly how to uh, to take advantage of it. And we also talk about this really smart strategy where you could be buying websites out there that are currently Amazon affiliate sales driven. And then you can take that website and switch out the top selling products on the site with your own Amazon branded ones. And what that's going to allow you to do is go from say like an, a 6% Amazon affiliate commission up to a 30 or 50%. Amazon Affiliate Commission. Really smart strategy that Scott breaks down for you today. And if you've not yet heard the previous episode I did with Scott, which was episode number 54, Scott's an expert in Amazon FBA or fulfillment by Amazon, basically selling products on Amazon and then using Amazon's own PPC to increase sales. So if you've not yet heard that episode, I encourage you to listen to that one first. Uh, Again, it's episode number 54. Prior to listening to this one here with Scott. A lot of fun talking with Scott today as always. And as you'll hear in a second, he gets so excited about this topic. I love it. All right. Let's go hang out with Scott. Hey, Scott. Welcome back to the Art of Paid Traffic. How's it going, my friend?
1: It is going really, really awesome. And I'm excited to be back, Rick.
2: Cool. Thanks. And and, and we've been talking a little bit recently. I reached out to you because you know you were on the, the podcast re- or, uh, previously... We talked about Amazon PPC and uh, selling goods on, on Amazon and, and how that whole thing works. I've been getting a lot of questions since then from a lot of my students, basically about they they go on to they go on to Amazon and then they look at a product or, or whatever they're looking at on Amazon and then they they they're on Facebook and they will see an ad for that exact uh, product. So we know what retargeting is. But this is a little bit of a different retargeting, and I had reached out to you. I was like, "How is Amazon doing that?" And you know, what's the whole program about? And, and, and you know, we started a conversation here. I was like, "All right, look, I got to have you back on the show here to, to talk about this." So, what's going on when people visit a specific? So, if I go to a, you know, if I look at a book, for example, on Amazon, and then I'm on Facebook and I see an ad for that exact book what's going on there is is amazon doing the retargeting if we because i know you have your own products are you able to set that up you know to target to retarget people who visit your page what's going on there
1: yeah and here's here's the truth behind that um you know, I'm not really sure how they're doing it 100, but I know that they are doing it because the same thing has happened to me numerous times, and I I'm, and I I'm aware of retargeting, so I'm like, this is amazing because I'm not doing anything, right? My products are just listed there. Now, with that being said, I do run Amazon Pay per Click on all of my products, so mm-hmm. there may be something there, and the only way that I could really, I guess, test that, which I don't think anyone should not be running Amazon Pay per Click, to be honest with you, it's, that'd be silly because you know your your traffic is there; they're there to buy products why wouldn't you want to show up in multiple places and you can set a budget really really low just like Facebook you can say how much you want to pay per click and Mm -hmm. all that stuff but the really cool thing about it is like I've said before Amazon does all the heavy lifting they do all the marketing for you in a sense because once you get someone to click on your listing now all of a sudden that product will start to follow you around I told you this off the air and I'm going to share it here. My wife was on her Yahoo mail the other day and I kind of was coming into the room and I noticed that one of our products was listed inside of her mail. And I'm like, that's weird. Hmm. And I'm like, Wow, they're even going inside of the mail program as far as like using the ad network to actually funnel ads back in from a tracking pixel. So whether you're on your mail, whether you're in Facebook, whether you're on Google, you'll start to see, you know, certain products showing up like we have in the past when we've visited like AdSense type stuff and you start to see that those start to funnel in. Well, the same thing's happening within Amazon and the great thing about being a seller is they're doing all of this for us and if we get a sale, we get paid, they get paid but they are tracking uh, your customers or putting pixels on – uh, person that actually clicks on that. So if, and just kind of pay attention to when you're on Amazon and you start clicking on stuff, start paying attention to those ads that are popping up. You're probably going to see stuff just like you used to in Google. If you're searching for something and then all of a sudden you start seeing these ads start coming in. So yeah, I'm really excited about that as well. And as you brought it to my attention, I'm like, you know, yes, that is happening. I haven't really thought too much about it because mm-hmm. it's happening, right? Why, why really think about, it? I'm not paying anything. I'm not right. setting anything up. Right. I'm just letting it kind of work its magic.
2: So, as I mean, as an as an Amazon seller, and I am and I am not at this time, but if I were to be an Amazon seller, is, is there any way to kind of I don't want to say I don't want to use the words game the system, but mm-hmm. I, I guess that's kind of Almost what I'm alluding to. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming that the more ratings and the more re- reviews that you have, the the more the the higher. The, what am I trying to say here? the The, the more likelihood that that you're going to have where Amazon's going to retarget. People coming to your site because more people are coming there. Is that would you agree with that? I would
1: semi agree with that because I do believe that as you become more of a seasoned, more of a of a um, you know established seller, mm-hmm. I do believe that they'll they'll start giving you a little bit more of a nudge. And yeah. and yes, reviews do have a lot to do with how the how the um you know how the listing does as far as sales, but it really comes down to sales on Amazon. Amazon's everything about sales, right? Sure. There by by ranking for keywords inside of Amazon, your rank is usually based off of how many sales you get through that keyword. So if you want to start ranking for garlic press and, and you want to, you know, start ranking first page, you need to start getting sales through that keyword. Well, an easy way to do that is to start bidding on that keyword heavily, even if you're going in the red. So this way here, you can start showing up organically. And then that organic traffic and the organic sales will outweigh the pay-per-click. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and for those, for those of you guys who are listening. That you know aren't really kind of following what we're talking about here. We break all this down. Scott goes into this in, in a lot of detail in it back in episode number fifty-four, where we talk about uh, a little bit about what we're going to talk about here in a second. But basically, the the value of Amazon PPC, how to set it up, how to go about doing it, what the best practices are, and so forth. So another thing that you had brought to my attention is that recently Amazon has has changed their PPC from just being broad match to also being broad phrase and exact match plus using uh, negative keywords and and, and and such. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, no, they, they've opened this up. And I th- I'll tell you what, I mean, there's a lot of people really excited about this that understand the power of it. Because, I mean, let's just kind of understand this though really quickly. While we're on Amazon, you are there for one reason to buy products. You're not there to shop about how to do something. You're there to shop to buy something, right? So to be able to advertise in this platform, you're on a platform that converts. They're there to convert people, and they do a really, really good job at it. Now, using Amazon pay-per-click, like you said, it used to be just broad. So when it was broad, you could show up for... All of these different miscellaneous keywords, you couldn't really pinpoint it that you only want to show up for garlic press or stainless steel garlic press. You would show up for stuff that's related to that and all of these different strings, right? Well, now we can actually tell uh, Amazon that we want to show up for just the phrase of Stainless steel garlic press. So now it might be long handled stainless steel garlic press, but stainless steel garlic press has to be in there if we set that up as a phrase match campaign. Take it one step further. Once you've been running a campaign and you see that you have a winning keyword that all of a sudden is starting to, uh, to, uh, convert really, really well. Let's say that you're starting to get like, you know, five or 10 sales through this one keyword. Well, now you might want to strip that keyword out of that campaign, put it into another campaign and set it up as an exact match. So now when someone is searching for stainless steel the old garlic press, and you only want to show up for that because you know you convert really well, now you can start funneling money on just that one keyword. The mm-hmm. other thing that you can do, because this is what you don't want to do, you don't want to compete with yourself on keywords. So if you have a keyword, I have a, I have a bunch of, of different campaigns, but let's just say I have one campaign that I'm running as a discovery campaign where I just want to kind of see what I'm going to start getting impressions for, what I'm going to start getting clicks for, and all that stuff. And let's say that I found a winning keyword that I want to pull out of that campaign. Well, what I can do then is I can pull that out, put it in its own separate campaign, set it up as a phrase or a uh, an exact match, and then what I'm going to want to do is take that same keyword, plug it into that other one, and set it up as a negative keyword. So this way here, I'm not going to be showing up for that exact match inside of that that Campaign. Does Wait, that re- make
2: sense? Yeah, repeat that last part again, the negative keyword part again. You, yeah, t- so- you talk so fast, man. I love how excited <laughs> you are about this stuff. I love it.
1: <laughs> I, know, I, got, I do have to slow myself down. I'm, I'm hyper. They call me my, my my son's friends in baseball, used to call me Sparky because I'm always kind of like sparked up. Uh, so so you gets not- excited
2: I- about this stuff, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, I
1: do. I do. Whenever I get excited about anything, I do. I start talking fast. Even my wife says, slow down, slow down. Uh, okay. So here's the deal. Let's say that you have a campaign that you're running as a discovery campaign. And I call it a discovery because we're just going to put it out there. We might put in a hundred keywords and then we're going to start running traffic to it. Right. And it might be even in a broad match. Okay. Okay. So, so, now- so if
2: you're doing your, your garlic press example, give me an example of some of the types of keywords that might be in that you know list of a hundred.
1: In that, oh, it might be long handle garlic press. It might be, uh, you know, garlic uh, shaving press. It might be garlic bag press. It might be all of these different ones that could be around there. There could be, uh, let's see, six inch garlic press. Okay. Uh, you know, you know. What I mean, it could be all of those little variations gotcha. of that particular one. But here's the thing: when you're in a broad match. You, you put that in as a broad match, but it is going to give you related ones that might not even be that. It might be something that's like, you know, silver handle press, uh, spatula. Just because the word press is in there, it might show up. Okay. Okay. So now what we do is we take that campaign and we run it for, let's say six or seven days. Then we go ahead and we pull a report and the report that we can pull inside of our account will show us, it'll show us the broad keyword. And it'll show us the exact term that someone keyed in when they found your listing from that broad term, Mm, okay? okay. So now we take that keyword, this is what I do, and I strip that out of that campaign and I put it into another campaign, a brand new one. And this one here might be my top 100 keywords, let's say, because I know that someone actually typed that in and then I take that keyword, I put it into its own campaign and then, and then, then what I do is I put that in as a phrase match. So now I know that I'm only going to show up that if that exact phrase is in there, but I could still have something on the front or something on the back end of that that phrase. So if it's long-handled garlic press, it would be something like black long-handled garlic press. Gotcha, okay. You know know what I mean? So that's a phrase. So now what we're going to do is run that for a little bit, and then once we start to see over the course of time, might take a month, might take two months, before we see that we get like 10 sales through a certain keyword – Right, And We know that we're getting sales from this one keyword. Well, now I want to show up when someone types that in exactly that because I know if I do, I've got a pretty good chance of, of actually selling and converting. So then I'll take that exact keyword that I want to show up for and I'll create another campaign and I will call that my exact campaign and I will put that in and set it up as an exact keyword match. Now, what I can do is I can funnel $2 a click on that or $3, whatever the conversion is worth it to you to show up. And then I can compete and be the top. But now, what I want to do also is I want to take that keyword that I'm setting up in that exact match campaign. I want to take that same keyword, though, and I want to enter it into the phrase match campaign as a negative keyword. So this way, here, I'm not competing yeah, with. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. A-
2: Okay. So, yeah. It's, it's kind of like from a Facebook ads perspective, you're excluding certain audiences so you don't yes, overlap. Gotcha. Exactly.
1: Now it's not the end of the world. If you didn't do that, you'll still, you'll still show up. It's just, you might be bidding higher on the one because the other one's going to compete with it. Gotcha. You, know? So, you know, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's just, a, it's a great thing that they added. So you can do that if you want to.
2: So it, it sounds like, I mean, Amazon's kind of evolving to be very much like uh-huh. AdWords. Totally. And
1: they just rolled out something the other day, a beta thing. It was in my class. Actually, they pointed it out. I didn't even know about it. And at the bottom of it, it gives you a little box. It actually says beta right on the bottom right now inside of your pay-per-click account. And it says uh, basically allowing them to bid up on your behalf if they feel that they can convert better for you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so oh, really? it's kind
1: of like you're allowing them to spend more money for you right so I mean I don't know if it's going to last but it's in beta right now I haven't checked the box to say yes yet some of my students have so I'm, we're going to kind of wait and see what happens but again they're always evolving they're always trying to better their system they're always trying to convert better they're always just testing and tweaking themselves if you have products on there you're able to benefit from that so in the retargeting thing we just talked about I mean yeah. that's that's huge
2: yeah you know so so if you so on this, on this whole beta thing if so, you're kind of giving not not well, kind of giving them permission to <clears throat> excuse me. If they feel like they can get get you better results, they'll increase the bid that you have. But you are still they're they're still abiding by your overall daily budget. Is that yes. right? They're not going to yes. go over your daily budget. They're just increasing that bid for you.
1: Exactly. Okay. And that's the that's the beautiful thing too, is you can do it two different ways. And this is the way I would recommend anyone using Amazon's platform for this. When you first start, especially set it up for your entire account, your entire campaign account, set it up for like, you know, let's like say a hundred bucks a day. So you won't ever break that or 15 bucks a day, 20 bucks a day, whatever you want to spend. But let's just say a hundred bucks a day, because if you don't do that, what they've been known to do, let's say that you don't put that cap on your daily uh, for the entire account and you just do it per campaign. A lot of times the campaigns go over. And there's nothing you can really do about it. So because of that, you might say you're going to spend 25 bucks on a campaign, and they might go to 30, right? Before okay. they before they stop it. Yep. But if you set your main account at 100, they won't go over the 100.
2: Gotcha. Okay. So
1: it's just a little way to kind of keep that from you know where you're going to you know go over and uh, and and go oh boy, what just happened here? You know, especially when you're just getting started. Right. Um. You I mean me personally? You know, I, I've got it pretty dialed in that you know I'm not really too worried about it, but you know that that could be, you know, a, a deal breaker for, for some people. Okay. Uh, so, but, um, I was just going to try to go in here for you to kind of see what that setting was. I'm kind of doing that on the fly here. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a little setting at the bottom that allows them pretty much to bid higher if they feel that they can, uh, reach, you know, uh, your audience, you know, or with more keywords or, or you know, that type of stuff. So it's kind of like a way for them to, you allow them to reach into your pocket and spend more money.
2: Sure. Interesting. You know? Interesting.
1: It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I haven't tested it yet. Like I said, some of my students are. I just literally just got noticed the other day. Yeah, we're like, oh wow, it's a new beta thing. Are you guys seeing it? Yeah, I'm seeing it in my account. Well, let's see what this is all about. So it's unchecked when you when you log in, but you can check it to to engage. Gotcha. Um, and then from there, you can kind of you can kind of play or, play around with that. But I always tell people too. I mean, especially if you're if you didn't listen to that episode that I was on that we talked a little bit about Amazon Pay Per Click. But the beautiful thing also is is the auto campaign and the way that I always tell people to set up. Their very first campaign is to use an auto campaign, and the auto campaign will allow you to let them, Amazon, target your keywords for you. So they're going to take their data from past searches, and they're going to try to position your product through these different keywords to your potential audience. The gold, the, the, really the, the, the magic of this thing, is after you let that run for six or seven days, you pull that report, and it shows you all of the keywords that Amazon positioned in front of your buyers. So now it's yeah, like yeah. you're not guessing, right? You're just you're just seeing what they put out there, and then you can see impressions, you can see clicks, and you can see sales. So they kind of like
2: they kind of give you the training wheels at first, and then they can totally. you know after a week or so you can take them off and and run with it.
1: And I got to be honest, a lot of those are still running for me. I haven't even turned them off because initially I do it as like a discovery stage, but then a lot of times I'll leave them run because if they're running profitably, I'll just leave them, you yeah. know, and they just run automatically. And I just keep like a $20 budget on them a day, yeah. you know, and it, it just kind of, it kind of works. It, it just works behind the
2: scenes. So cool. So cool. Yeah, Let, let's yeah, kind of yeah. shift gears here for kind of our, our our final topic here. Something that you brought to my attention, I, I thought was a really interesting topic to talk about here. And, and I want to kind of keep it obviously in the in the sort of the paid traffic realm. Yeah. But you were telling me about buying websites that are currently Amazon affiliate sales driven. Mm. And then you take the website and switch out... And you're going to explain this more better here yeah. in a second. You then take the website and switch out the top selling products on that site with your own branded ones. And that yeah. can allow you to go from like a 6% affiliate commission up to like a 30 to 50% margin there. Tell, Tell me more about what you're talking about here.
1: Yeah, and, and let me just say this too, because I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are, you know, digital product owners, uh, you know, are creators. Um, they may have their own products and services and stuff, and you know, I do too. But the thing is, is you could also be rolling out physical products on the Amazon platform. I mean, look at your buddy, you know, John Lee Dumas, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's got the Freedom Journal coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a physical product. You know, but he also has digital products, right? So it's a great mix to be able to have that another revenue stream and letting Amazon, the beast that it is you know, drive some more sales to your business. Um, so anyway, um, so what what uh, what I always uh, tell people, especially because I've had people say, Scott, I already have a, a site that's getting traffic, uh, you know, but it's not really making much sales. I'm getting a little bit of affiliate sales through Amazon, I'm you know, making 6%, you know, but, you know, it's not really that much to write home about. Well, they're only making 6%. What would it be if I could get you to a 40 or a 50% margin on that? That might make more sense. So that's where the idea came from kind of like, how can we take a a site that's kind of doing it okay and then switch it up with your own products and making that jump, you know, a bunch, you know, by just adding that. Now, I, I kind of heard of this idea from someone that I, uh, I was talking to that buys and sells websites. And he was like, you know, I'm thinking about buying a website that's generating affiliate sales. I might buy a website that's maybe generating a thousand bucks a month in Amazon affiliate commission. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that sounds like eh, it's okay. But how many products is that selling? And that's the question. And he was like six hundred maybe. And that's organically. That's not even on Amazon. It's just that's organic traffic coming from Google to this website. But yes, they're they're creating uh, sales through Amazon because that's where the products are being sold from. But sure. it, it wouldn't matter if they were on their own e-commerce store; they'd be sold there. It doesn't matter. It's the product that's selling. So then, what he did is, uh, I believe he bought it on Empire Flippers. Is uh, bought the site for like twenty grand. Okay, so because it's about 20 X of what it's netting. Mm -hmm. So it was a thousand bucks a month for 20 X, 20 grand. And now what he's going to do is he's going to take those those products that are selling, which there was only a couple products that were selling. And he's going to brand them himself. He's going to create his own products. And then he's just going to link his his uh, not affiliate links anymore, his own links that were going to affiliate products. They're going to now go to his own listings on Amazon. Right. So instantly he's a going to have a huge bump in margin. Okay, and secondly, he's going to start getting some sales on Amazon all by himself without even having that website.
2: Interesting. Does the site? I'm assuming the site has to be in a in a relevant niche to whatever you're selling on Amazon.
1: Obviously, but it would be like this. Like, let's just say, for example, I'm going to go back to the garlic press thing, Mm -hmm. right? Let's say you bought a website that was doing all of this kitchen stuff, right? And you bought a website that's getting traffic of how to do this and maybe some reviews on different garlic presses or different lemon presses, this, that, and the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. And you buy this website that's generating a thousand dollars in sales, which for a 6% commission, they're probably generating 600 to a thousand sales per month right so now if i can take that garlic or that garlic press or that lemon press that's selling from someone else's listing yeah. and i'll just create my own listing on amazon and then just point the link to there yeah you see gotcha. so yes it does have to be related you're not going to buy that site and then sell a, a tennis you know racket you know you're going to sell them exactly what it is you're just going to replace that product with your own but here's the the really key here is you can instantly do that and like i said anyone that's listening that is already doing affiliate or like an Amazon affiliate or associate stuff start thinking about this if you own your own website because you could literally with you know not the click of a finger but with pretty much a little bit of work to go ahead and source a product and then replace it you could bump your your margin pretty big just by making that one little, that one little, um, ad yeah. uh, to, to that, which I, you know, I'm actually going to be looking into this in 2016. It, it kind of interested me and I'm always kind of looking at empire flippers and I'm looking at different opportunities. Obviously that has to make sense. Uh, but if it does, I mean, for me, you know, to go ahead and buy a site for even 20, 50 grand. But then again, if it's doing that kind of revenue right now and I can go ahead and just add my own product, I can get that money back in a few months. Yeah, for sure. You know,
2: and because then just. I, I think it's yep. a great strategy. I think it's really smart. And I think the lesson here is, is, is kind of trying to t- take a step back, you know, look at what you're doing in your business, what you're selling, but take a step back and look at like other creative ways that you can also increase your sales. And I think with when it comes to Amazon here, this is one of those ways to do it. Now, I, I, I honestly wouldn't have thought about this. I mean, mm. yes, think about niche sites and all that type of stuff, but I think this is a really smart strategy that, and then you can drive traffic to it again. You know, totally. you know, getting back to like the, you know, looping in the paid traffic here, we can be totally. leveraging Facebook ads or, or whatever kind of platform to be driving traffic to that site, which in turn can increase that that commission there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, cause you're all about paid traffic. You're all about Facebook ads and all that stuff. So take Facebook ads, drive, you know, or build your email list of course. And then from there, drive people over to your blog or your authority website, get them educated. And then when the time's right, they're going to buy, that's going to help fuel your Amazon business. And then when you start getting more sales in Amazon, that's going to help you rank inside of Amazon. So now you're going to start getting, you know, sales inside of Amazon without even you having a website. So now you got these two different platforms working for you.
2: Yeah. It's a delicious you know? endless circle here.
1: Ooh man. Doesn't it, doesn't it get you excited? <laughs> mm <laughs>
2: All right, let's let's wrap up here, Scott. Where where can people connect with you online? And I know that you also have a free training on all this stuff.
1: Yeah, well, actually, what I always tell people is, first off, go to the podcast, you know, theamazingseller.com. That's my podcast. That's where I, I uh, you know, I share all of my uh, ins and outs and ups and downs and and all that stuff. And uh, I do a workshop, and from there, on the workshop, totally free. It's where I teach the five phases for you know choosing your product and sourcing your product, launching all of that good stuff. And then when the time's right, that's when I would invite you to come and look into my class. I've kind of do it the opposite. I don't push people to the class. I push people to the free stuff, get to know, get, get to know what I do, get to understand what I do and kind of like how I teach. And if it's for you, great. And if it's not, that's cool too. But I would just go to the amazing seller.com and, uh, yeah, check that out and listen. And then from there you can, you can attend one of the, the live workshops that I do.
2: Awesome. I'll be sure and link that up in the show notes for. Uh today's episode. Scott, thank you so much. This is such an interesting topic and I really appreciate you coming back on the show to talk about it.
1: Yeah, no problem, Rick. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything.
2: All right. Hope you got a lot out of this one with Scott. Always fun talking with him about the opportunities on Amazon. If you'd like to check out his free course that he mentioned where he teaches you all about Amazon FBA and such, you can go over to rickmulready.com forward slash Scott and you can register up for the free course for notes and links that we talked about today, you can visit today's show notes over at rickmulready.com forward slash 69. There'll also be a link there to uh, to register for, for Scott's free course over on the show notes page as well. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode, my friends. Got a lot more coming your way in the next episode. So until then, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode.